0: This is the Considience Podcast with your host Shannon Beer, health and confidence coach and founder of The Coaching Collective, helping dedicated fitness professionals to bring their coaching visions to life by developing the knowledge, skills and strategies to make that a reality. We're inviting you into conversations with experts on body image, compassion, and behavior change to help us challenge our assumptions about health and appearances and critically examine the way that we coach so we can help our clients on a deeper level and create an industry that is truly life-enhancing. Let's get into the show. What does a nutritionist, dietitian or personal trainer need to know about body image? One of the things that prevents us from learning about this earlier is that we don't see the relevance to our line of work. I am not a psychologist, so why do I need to know about body image? So I am going to explain exactly why it's important for anyone who is working one-to-one with clients or even in group settings on their nutrition or exercise-related behaviors, why they need to know about body image. The reason is our body image is going to have an impact on our motivations for working out, our motivations for changing our diet, and the way that we feel about ourselves. So our body image is essentially the way that we see ourselves, the thoughts that we have about our body, the way that we feel about our body, and the things that we do in relation to those thoughts and feelings. So to put it into context, if I perceive myself to be not satisfactory lean, um, insufficiently muscular and I think that that is a problem that I need to change that 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 makes me unattractive that makes me less worthy then i'm going to be more inclined to one feel pretty bad about my body and if i think that it's really important to look good then i might feel anxious about maintaining a very lean and muscular physique And I may then go to more extreme lengths to achieve that. And this is where the exercise and dietary behaviors come in. So if you care as a coach, if you care about supporting your client's relationship with food and helping them to achieve their health and fitness goals in a way that is sustainable then it's really important to be aware of body image because if somebody has a negative body image and this just means that they are fairly dissatisfied with how they look, they don't like their body and it's important for them to change that because how they feel about themselves is tied up in how they look that would characterize a negative body image, then those people are firstly going to be more inclined to diet. So unfortunately, this is fairly common. Again, having body image struggles is not niche. It is the majority of people, particularly those who are concerned enough to reach out for coaching services, they're very likely to struggle with their body image. And these people are at a higher risk of engaging in some unhealthy behaviors and potentially developing pathological eating behaviors down the line. So if we have clients who seem very concerned about how they look and highly motivated to diet and we help them to do that, we may be fostering unhealthy attitudes towards nutrition or towards exercise or towards themselves and their worth so if we want to prevent that and if we want to truly help people then we need to understand a little bit about body image how to spot the signs of a negative body image and then what we can do when we're presented with a client who is struggling so that's the link there between body image and coaching is that it's likely the majority of our clients are dissatisfied with their appearance to some degree and highly motivated to do something about it and if we are to go ahead the usual way of coaching which is probably dishing out macros tracking body weight tracking steps helping people to diet focusing on the scale weight reduction as our Primary metric of success then we may be facilitating some of those concerns and it's not enough to simply help a client diet flexibly so this is the standard approach in the industry is again to give out those macros to show people that they can have some chocolate as long as they track it and as long as it fits we think that we're helping to support a healthy relationship with food by doing this because we're allowing for some flexibility within the diet however this may not be enough to really help someone the reason being is that whilst this shows that no foods are off limits whilst it proves to someone that they can eat whatever they want and still lose weight it still reinforces the idea that One, weight loss is the most important thing, and two, that you can do this as long as you track and measure and fit it in. And this, whilst reducing some of the black and white thinking, potentially, it's not guaranteed because it's not a direct way of doing that, It doesn't address the root of disordered eating behaviors, which is the over evaluation of weight and shape. So, this is where someone is tying their worth to their appearance. So, if we really want to support a client's relationship with food, Then we need to make sure that we're not emphasizing the physique change, which is the challenge that we all face, because of course, that is what the majority of our clients are requesting. What I will say is that this likely comes down to the way that you advertise your services. If you are promoting fat loss and physique changes then of course you're going to attract the clients that are going to tell you that they want that and that is a kind of shift a lot of coaches go through once they understand a little bit more about body image is recognizing that oh I might actually have to rebrand myself and change the way that I promote my services and this isn't because fat loss is inherently bad we know that there are potentially some health consequences to come with excess levels of body fat we don't have to deny that and we can still choose not to promote fat loss the reason being is that it's likely to contribute to societal forces that pressure individuals into looking a certain way and that's not something that i personally want to endorse so even though i know that losing body fat can be a health promoting thing one, it's not a behavior anyway. So, why not just focus on the behavior change itself and the overarching goal, which is health promotion and improvements in quality of life? That's enough of a selling point as it is without me needing to promote fat loss, because that would be counterintuitive to my goal. Of helping clients to develop a positive body image so that's what I wish we all knew that's what I wish I had known a whole lot earlier the thing that really sparked the interest and the research into body image in the first place was when I was working with a client who was already relatively physically healthy and she was still set on losing just the last few pounds so that she could feel better about her body. And although we were quote-unquote flexible dieting with the macros, she was really struggling when it came to social situations. The advice of, you know, banking your calories and saving your calories for the event didn't really pan out because she felt restricted leading up and then still felt like she overindulged at the social events and then got caught in a pretty negative cycle where she was really putting herself down and was very up and down on and off even though we were macro tracking even though she had some flexibility in the foods that she was eating that client that i was struggling to help really sparked off everything because I got interested in the research on dietary restraint was trying to figure out the difference between flexible and rigid control and that's where body image kept coming up because those who have body image concerns are more likely to adopt an inflexible approach to their eating even if it looks flexible on the surface right their attitude is still inflexible and that is what causes a lot of these problems that I just described. So I felt like I could not help that client even with the flexible approach. And that's when I really started to learn a lot more about body image. That's when I began to introduce body image interventions into my coaching. And it wasn't a case of overhauling what I was doing. It was more so a case of just educating clients about what body image is, how our thoughts about our body can affect the way that we treat our body, which is eye-opening in and of itself. It sparks a lot of insight in a client and plants seeds for them to begin to reflect on really what they're trying to achieve, the ways that they've been going about it, and how it may not actually be supporting them. So in order to break that cycle, it really is important to have an awareness of body image. So that was where I started. And that is something that I wish I had been educated on way back at the start when I was beginning to learn more about nutrition, when I was getting qualified. That is what I needed to know. Not just a one-off lecture about eating disorders, but actually far more awareness about being able to spot the signs of disordered eating before it gets to the level of full-blown eating disorder And understanding the link between body image and eating behaviors. Namely, that if someone is struggling with their relationship with food, it is likely that body image concerns are at the root of it. And we cannot help to support a client's relationship with food simply by flexible dieting with macros because they may have inflexible attitudes towards that approach based on the fact that they don't like how they look, and it's really important for them to change that. So it's that belief system that we need to target. We don't have to do that directly, we can do that indirectly through supporting the way that they approach health first and the way that they see their body as not just something, an object to be valued, to be looked at, to be determined by how it looks, but from seeing their body as something that is a vessel to allow them to experience life and that if they treat themselves with respect they're going to appreciate their bodies a lot more and they're less likely to be concerned about how they look, which is going to lead to the outcomes that they hired you for in the first place, which is to stress less about food and to make room for what's really important in their lives. So that is the connection. That is why everyone working in a health and fitness capacity should be informed about body image because it's going to determine to a large extent your client's success and the happiness that they experience in their lives. Thank you so much for listening to the Consilience podcast. If you enjoyed this episode, please do share it with someone who will find it helpful and don't forget to leave a 5-star rating and quick review. The topics I speak about aren't particularly trendy or sexy, so this makes a huge difference. And don't forget to join the Empowered Edit a weekly newsletter with evidence-based tools and strategies to help you build your health and confidence. You will get first access to everything that's going on and insights that I don't share anywhere else. The link will be in the show notes. And until then, I will catch you in the next episode.